This morning on the third hour of today, snow way. Winter weather finally arriving in the Northeast. A lot of places like New York City getting their first real snow of the season. We're live with the latest. Plus, the clock's ticking. The government cracking down on TikTok over growing security concerns involving China. What you need to know before you start scrolling. Then, three talented guys stopping by. The hilarious Jim Gaffigan on his new sci-fi dramedy. The office star, Brian Baumgartner, sharing his love of chili. And hopefully, it's not on the floor today. Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Al and Dylan. That's me. There you Al, go. Dylan. Sometimes you, can't, I, you can't mix us Sometimes up. I get them confused. Uh, Craig is on assignment in South easy. Carolina. We're going to check in with him in just a moment. But first, there were so many people here on the East Coast who were saying, complaining, we haven't had any snow. We Until the snow, snow comes. And then it's and then now, right. Snow. So I'm like, I don't want to hear this it. This is the way to do it. You know, You're right. Snow, You're right. now it's just about gone. I mean, right. the fact that it took until February 28th, but we finally have some snow on the ground in the Northeast. Yeah. yeah. It it all depends where you are, too. So from New York City up into New England, snow plows, they're out for the first time all winter. And the biggest snowstorm of the season uh, is causing quite the messy morning. Our Kristen Dahlgren is live in snowy Windsor, Connecticut. Kristen, what's going on up there? It looks a little snowier than it does here in New York City. Uh, Yeah. Hey, good morning, guys. Still coming down here as it has been all night. Take a look here and you can see we've got probably... I don't know, four inches or so, maybe a little bit more here. As you said, the first significant snow of the season here in this area. Connecticut State Troopers say they've been called out on more than 40 car accidents. Luckily, all of them minor, but the road's definitely slippery. Also up into Boston, seeing some of the first snowfall, significant snowfall of the year. And then New York City that had only a half an inch to this point uh, now has an inch or two inches on the ground. That, as another storm, is now moving into California, bringing some snow there in places that don't normally see it, some heavy rain into the Los Angeles area. So this winter continues to surprise some 53 million people, guys, under some type of weather alert today. Mm-hmm. All right. And that storm that Kristen was just talking about that's out mm-hmm. west, it's going to be moving east during the week, mm-hmm. bringing severe weather down to the south, and could be significant snow stretching from Chicago all the way up into New England. By the end of the week. By the end of the By week. The of so the week. we'll be watching right, that. Just hang on to that. All right. Well, let's head now to South Carolina, where the murder trial of former high-powered attorney Alec Murdoch is winding down. But not before one last twist. Craig made his way to the courthouse. Good morning to you, Craig. Hey, guys, good to see you. Good to see you on this Tuesday morning. I'm going to step aside here, kind of show you the scene. This is uh, what it looks like uh, every morning here. Uh, Folks line up uh, to get one of those coveted spectator passes. The courtroom has been packed since the start of this trial uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, We're now looking at the end of this trial. Finally, the defense resting its case yesterday, but not before a surprising ruling from the judge in this case. Jurors are going to be taking a field trip to the nearby crime scene about 20 minutes away. The defense also yesterday presented a new theory of what happened that night to Maggie Murdoch and her son, Paul. With closing arguments looming, Alec Murdoch's defense presenting a surprising new theory in the double murder trial. My opinion is the totality of the evidence is more suggestive of a two-shooter scenario. Crime scene expert Timothy Palmbach arguing 
Paul Murdoch was shot at such close range, a lone shooter would not have been able to quickly recover to gun down his mother Maggie. So it's not as if they can instantaneously suffer that, drop the shotgun, run to wherever the AR, uh, uh, the blackout rifle is, pick that up, and then and then in, in any kind of a, a reasonable time period engage in uh, a meaningful assault. Also highlighting the fact Paul and Maggie were shot with two different guns. Why would one shooter bring two long rifles, two long weapons to the event? You can't handle and shoot two of them. The defense strategy, trying to sow doubt that Alec Murdoch pulled the triggers. I didn't shoot my wife or my son anytime. Back in January, I talked about the case with Joe McCullough, a close friend of Murdoch and attorney on another case involving him. And to be clear, the defense can say someone else did it, but they don't have to say... Who did it? They do not. All, all the defense has to do is raise a reasonable doubt and pick off one juror. Takes a unanimous verdict. And I think unanimity of a verdict here is going to be hard. In the courtroom Monday, the defense calling its final witness, Murdoch's younger brother. It's the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. John Marvin, emotional, describing finding some of his nephew's remains at the crime scene. And I started cleaning. And I can promise you, no mother or father or aunt or uncle should ever have to see and do what I did that day. The judge also ruling jurors can go visit the scene of the crime, that 1,700-acre Murdoch estate known as Moselle, after the defense argued it was critical for the jury to understand how the murders played out where the feed room is compared to where Maggie's body was, compared to where the quail pens are, where the doghouse is. I mean, you just can't really appreciate the spatial issues um, without actually seeing them. So again, the judge ruling that field trip is going to likely happen tomorrow. Here's what we're looking at over the next few days. Uh, this morning, the state is going to call four, perhaps five rebuttal witnesses. Then after that, the aforementioned field trip. Uh, and then after that, closing arguments. And then after that, jury instructions. Uh, it is widely believed that the jury uh, could get this case, could start deliberating as early as Friday, guys. All right, Craig, thank you. We'll check back in with you coming up in just a bit. All right, now to a story that has a lot of people talking this morning. A crackdown on the most downloaded app in the world. The White House is giving federal workers 30 days to delete TikTok from their devices. So this all has to do with security concerns about personal information. NBC's Jake Ward is here to explain what this all means. Jake, good morning. Good morning, Hi, good morning guys. Good morning. Okay, so, so to be clear, this doesn't affect personal phones, but there are millions of TikTok users in the U.S., a lot of them kids. Mm -hmm. What kind of information are we talking about that could be harmful or of concern? And is it that much different on a lot of apps that we already have? On well, this phone? is the thing. I think you're bringing up a really important point here, right? It's not all that different from social media that we already use by the tens of millions, right? It is a, a business model that depends on getting to know us as well as it possibly can. And as a result, you know, uh, it collects the things you would expect, your name, your phone, 
phone number, your email address.、Mm-hmm. But TikTok is also known for grabbing things like your location and some biometric、mm-hmm. information, like your, your face, your face,、mm-hmm. your voice. All、That's、of、weird. these things it supposedly、wow. collects、mm-hmm. as part of its effort to get to know us as best it possibly can. So let's say this goes past federal devices, and you know I'm required to take it off of my phone. Can,、right. the, can the government enforce that? You know, this is what's so amazing. We're at this weird moment where、uh, today the House Foreign Affairs Committee is supposed to take up this possible legislation that would actually give President Biden the authority to、uh, take away TikTok from Americans,、hmm. really to ban that. But I mean, you guys, you have to think about right. The United States has almost no history of that, right?、Yeah. Alcohol prohibitions. The last time maybe we did that,、mm-hmm. you know, four hundred fifty thousand Americans die every year of cigarette smoke.、Sure. We could all walk out of this building and go buy cigarettes right now. We are not a country、right. that regulates this kind of stuff this way. That said, this is a Chinese-owned company. It's a big, big piece of political,、uh, you know,、uh, theatrics. Certainly,、yeah. that is what TikTok、mm-hmm. is、so、calling fair, it. They're referring、yeah. to it as political theater. They're saying that we shouldn't be censoring millions of Americans,、um, you know. But、uh, so there's something a little different going on here. But we've never seen anything like this before in America. So we have about a minute left for those who are like, "Look, I'm going to keep using TikTok." For those of us who have teenagers, who、sure. good luck、yeah. trying to tell them, "Oh, wait a minute. Is there anything you can do to protect your data?" I mean, not only. Is it incredibly difficult to protect your data? I mean, you could go through all sorts of hoops. You can register with a different phone number. Or I mean, but what are they really getting?、Address. Like, I try to think of it that way. Like,、right. okay, I mean. Th- What they're really getting, Chanel, is your is your your time, right? The thing that is so incredible about this is like I'm the kind of TikTok user who, when I scroll on it long enough, TikTok actually gives me a video that says, "Now you should stop and、wow. go to bed." <laughs> you reach the end of the internet. When the bartender cuts you off, <laughs> you know you've got a drinking but problem. But as far、right? as your privacy or your data, <laughs> right, I mean,、right. besides maybe your address, but is there anything you know? You know so the other thing that people concern, are concerned about is just the flow of information,、okay. because this is a Chinese-owned company. A lot of the political rhetoric has to do with: Are we getting? So if this were an American. Company with the hoopla be this? Well,、way? this is the thing, right? We have these kinds of companies already in the United States, but it, I think, is something specifically about it being Chinese-owned that has、mm-hmm. created this huge、right. political furor here.、Hmm. I actually, Facebook. <laughs> Sorry,、um, I actually、Jacob. don't have TikTok. I just never downloaded.、Really? I never got into it. I never did it until Calvin. Can I imagine the free time you enjoy? <laughs> way to go! Way to go, Jake. Thank hello, you, Jacob Ward. Thanks so much.、Appreciate、All right, just ahead, a music program that's become instrumental in the lives of kids who are getting the chance to play alongside some. Talented musicians, and then later, speaking of talented, look who's here! Jim Gaffigan is. is here live. We'll chat about his new movie, stand up, and oh, so much more. When the third hour of today continues. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration. When life changes course, uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie, as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey. 
empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Now with our series Discovering Black Heritage, we are shining a light on a program in New York City which is helping to level the playing field when it comes to music education. Craig is joining us now with more on this story. This is a good one. Hey guys, good to be back with you. So, I mean, here's the thing. When the Harmony program was started about 15 years ago, the goal was, was pretty simple, to get more students playing instruments. Well, here we are 15 years later and it's working. Nearly a thousand kids across New York City are learning to play instruments and they're getting some help from some pretty big names in the music business. Sitting in with one of the best in the world. That's Anthony McGill playing along with third graders at PS315 in Brooklyn. McGill usually performs on a much bigger stage as the principal clarinet player for the New York Philharmonic. My name is Anthony McGill. On the day we caught up with him, he was Happy to visit students just starting their musical journey. What's it like for you personally when you get to, to spend some time with these young, budding musicians? <laughs> it's all about the love of music for me. So to be able to tell these kids that, you know, that fire inside of you is real. It can be lit. It can be lit more and more and more. And you can just go, like, as far as you want with it. McGill knows firsthand. He found his love of playing music as a boy growing up on the south side of Chicago. His older brother took to the flute, and he fell in love with the low notes of the clarinet. As someone who grew up playing the violin, mm -hmm. I, I, I remember, not always easy. <laughs> not always easy with, like, friends. Yeah. Who you're like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I got to go to orchestra practice. Yeah. Did exactly. you have some of that? or? Oh, always. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be a track star when I was a kid. So the music thing got in the way of that completely. He became a star and the first black principal musician at the New York Philharmonic. He also works with a nonprofit group called the Harmony Program to help share that love of music. The program hires professional musicians, placing them in underserved communities to teach music to children who use donated instruments. Anne Fitzgibbon is the program's founder and executive director. The goal is bigger than training musicians. The goal is really about helping our children discover their self-confidence. We want children to discover through music their capacities to be successful at whatever they try. Ten-year-old Matthew Phillips says he loves the sharing of knowledge involved in learning music. When you learn something for the first time and you actually, like somebody is confused and you get to teach it to them, that just gives you the warmness in your heart. The same warmness as, fin as knowing how to play a piece. 13-year-old Talia Williams says she wants to be a doctor someday, but she's already getting self-confidence from challenging herself through music. I feel very proud because I worked so hard on that piece and I finally got it stuck in my head and I did so good on it. And then I feel happy that I got get to play it with other people and share the piece. The Harmony Program, filling the air with music and giving these students the determination and strength that comes along with playing it. Being able to learn more and express more and be more creative and have interest in going to school and continuing in their, along their path, that's really important to connect those dots 
that is not something that's extracurricular. It should be a part of every curriculum. Here, here. Uh, I so enjoyed my time with Anthony. And how about those kids, guys? And here's, here's something else. For the, for the students who are in that program who really excel, who really demonstrate a capacity for, for their instrument, they get extra training. They get extra help to try and get into some of these schools for the gifted and talented, places like Juilliard. So uh, it's a really fantastic program. Yeah, sure it would be great is. if they could take it to scale. And we saw something yeah. like this in, in other cities across the country. Awesome. It's Can you so imagine getting important. a recommendation it's from so somebody like that? so important for these kids to have yeah. something like that. And Craig, I was very impressed. You decided a good defense is just going on offense. Sleep. You brought up <laughs> the violin Your own so picture. we could have the picture. I did. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I did. It's the smirk that gets of me Of course. Time. That didn't stop you. No. no. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you back here tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> Safe travels. See you guys. All right, coming up, the one, the only Jim Gaffigan. Well, maybe it's not the one, the only Jim Gaffigan, Ooh. because in his new movie, where he's getting rave reviews, yeah. he shares the screen with himself, and he's very angry about it. Uh, <laughs> then later. <laughs> In Tune Up Tuesday, some award-winning beauty products to add to your routine. Set your timers. Third hour of today, back in 60 seconds. You could throw four pitches in that time. We always love when our next guest stops by. Jim Gaffigan is a comedian and actor who has shown his range on stage and on screen. In the new sci-fi dramedy, Linoleum, he plays Cameron, host of a failing science TV show. Now, he begins to question his own reality when a spacecraft falls into his backyard and a guy who looks a lot like him arrives in town. Mm. Tony, did you give the Saturday morning slot to another show? Cam, Cammy, come on in. Shonda said that... Whoa. Can't Armstrong. But I, I can't believe you've been standing right now. Uh, excuse me? The crash. You crashed your car yesterday? I'm afraid I have no idea what you're talking about. I saw, I was, no, 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 no. Kent just moved to town. You, you know him? He's a famous, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. It's just, you two look a lot alike. You know but, that? Not really. No. Relax, buddy. It's a compliment. I have so many questions. <laughs> Jim, good to see good you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This movie is terrific. And I think you know, like Dylan and I were talking about this uh, with Chanel, that it, it, after you watch it, you're still talking about mm-hmm. it because right. it's so many layers here. Is that what drew you to this? I mean, it, we were, I was sent a script uh, during the pandemic, during lockdown. So I just wanted to get out of the house. Really. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was... I thought the script was super ambitious. It, you know, it was trying to do so many things, and I feel like it accomplished yeah, it that. And and it does present so many questions, and and that's really exciting when you mm-hmm. see a movie and and you can discuss it afterwards. And and there's different takeaways. I've seen the movie six times, and there's different things that I kind of take away from each mm-hmm. each viewer. So there's no right answer, so to speak. Which is. Yeah. Exactly true. But it is good when a movie sticks with you. Yeah. Uh, as we saw in that scene, obviously you play Cameron and also Kent. What is it like playing two different characters? And, and do you have a preference for your personal appearance? Like which, which oh. you like better? Well, you know, I prefer myself with a beard because I need to hide you oh. know, a lot of this. But I would say, you know, it's so fun as an actor playing two different characters. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, some of it is just finding. Um, the character within yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Kent and Cameron, you know, 
Kent's a little bit more confident and maybe a deeper voice and but it's just fun kind of like doing the math of discovering a character and and who, who he is and mm-hmm. how you're like that. Is it person. hard though to act against yourself? I always like ever yeah. since the days of Patty Duke. No, like seriously. I, I always wondered how how it's, that works. It's weird, you know, because there's you know there was a stand-in, yeah. so I was essentially talking to myself, like kind mm-hmm. of doing. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's I've done similar things to that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you know I'm all about preparation, so I was. I knew exactly what I was going to think. Well, speaking of your character, you know, as a science TV host, it kind of brings back nostalgia for a lot of people, educational shows like that. Were you fascinated or ever into science or space or any of those kinds of things? You know, I mean, I, you know, I've done Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know. (laughs) That counts, uh, I guess. Yeah. But I was, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to science. And my youngest son loves science. Mm -hmm. So his enthusiasm I tried to bring to, uh, the character of Cameron, but yeah, no, it was, I had to learn it and then understand it it so Mm -hmm. much that there was an enthusiasm behind it. So that was, that was a task. It was infectious. Yes. And and speaking of your kids, I was, I was watching one scene and I wondered if it was one of your kids, but two of them are actually in this. Two of my sons are in this Ah. and, um, and one of them. So this is during the pandemic. My wife came to set, uh, two separate days. And then on one of the days, because in the scenes, my kids, at the time, they were like nine and eight and ten. Mm-hmm. And they had to eat things. <laughs> and, of course, one of them. And then on break, they went to craft service and there's all this candy. So they threw up on the way. <laughs> now, real quick, you're back doing stand up the, the Dark Pale Tour. Yes. Uh, now, of course, we had our little moment together on yes. stage doing comedy. Oh, yeah. Are you looking forward to getting back out there? It's yeah, it's so fun. I mean, it is just I mean, I I feel like, you know, the audience is craving live entertainment. And, yeah, it's just been great to be out there. And, you know, I just love it. But for me, you know, I've got five kids. So it's kind of balancing, (laughs) you know, being a a dad and also following. But having an excuse to get away. It is nice. That's my golf. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, thanks so much. Uh, The movie Linoleum is terrific. Thank you. It is in theaters now. Check it out. Yeah, you can join their chat group about that. I know. Up next is Tune Up Tuesday. The best of the best for your skin, your hair, your nails, and more. We're going to show you some award winners that you may want to add to your routine. And then later, who could forget this classic scene from The Office? (laughs) Kevin's famous chili all over the floor. Well, Brian Baumgartner is here to spill the beans on how to make his chili in real life. I saw it cooking in the kitchen. See what you did there. It looks so good. (laughs) We'll be right back. Thanks, you guys. We are back with a tune-up Tuesday to revamp your beauty routine. Essence has just released their Best in Black Beauty Awards, 85 tried-and-true products curated by the Essence editors themselves. Here to share some of the winners, Essence Executive Editor and VP of Content, Danielle Cadet. Danielle, good morning. Thank you for having me. We're like quizzing you on all this stuff because we're so curious about everything. This is really great stuff. I mean, I'm really excited about this issue because it is a full beauty issue. We actually have a beauty founder on the cover, Monique Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. who is the founder of My 
Isabel Organics. Oh, yes. Her products are featured in our Best in Black Beauty Awards. And I'll start here with um, sunscreen. With sunscreen, mm -hmm. which is obviously we all know you need sunscreen year round. Everybody should be wearing sunscreen. Black Girl Sunscreen is one of my absolute favorites. It is, it, it just leaves a beautiful Do you not get glow. the white streak? You don't get the white streak. Mm. It doesn't leave that cast mm -hmm. on your skin. Right. Get a beautiful glow. You can use it adults and they also have a, a line for children as well. So really great That's as the, great. as we get into the warmer months, you mm -hmm. can use it all summer long. Speaking of summer. Yeah, so Dylan this, and I were picking your brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like, I like to kind of call it like summer in a bottle. Summer um, in a bottle. The Bum Bum words. Body Oil. Bum and bum. it is so great. They have, so Sol Gennaro actually has this awesome cream, but now they have this oil that's great for firming. I really love it for like the hips and thighs areas. It, it starts, it reduces the um, appearance of fine lines and stretch marks. And it oh. actually really has collagen in it. So you okay. get that firming effect on your skin. It also Ooh. smells divine. It, it does. Smells I walked so, over and I'm like, so what good. Does that smell? You can almost, I sometimes use it as like a perfume. It's just like a really light oil smell. You smell that it? you can, sure. you want to smell? Mm. It smells so good. It, it smells great. Smell it smells good. It's really good. It's really good. It's kind of Yes. Warm. It's really, really light. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I like I like that they gave me the hair product. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can use well, this perfectly. Wait. So this is a mask? This is a mask for your hair. So for a lot of women, they're transitioning from straight hair to curly hair, embracing their curls. Uh -huh. This pattern beauty mask is perfect for just that. You can leave it on your hair right. um, during wash day, yeah. and you can put a, a, a cap on, walk right. around, do whatever you've got to do, and then just wash it right out. It nourishes your hair, moisturizes, really infuses your curls, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. Again, especially as we go into those warmer months and right. kind of want to wear it. your natural curls. Okay. One of my absolute favorite products, I have it on right now, Pound cake. The red lipstick can be really difficult, yes. right? It's really hard to find a red lip that works for everyone. Right. And so this is actually specifically mm. formulated for pigmented skin, and it will pick up on your specific skin tone. So, so it, on diff it, different people, on it looks different, different people. Yes. Oh, that's and so cool. it's specifically well, made for like women of it. color as well because it really picks up on that mm -hmm. pigmented, melanated skin tones. It looks beautiful across the board. Okay. Looks very nice on you. So this, yeah, thank beautiful. you. Thank you. This is one of my favorite things because if you don't have time to get a manicure, oh my gosh. you can throw on some cuticle oil mm. and your nails will look good as Dylan, new. you want this, so this one. Is, I know. You Seriously. want this if you're on the go, if you're busy, you just want to splash on I some cuticle oil. Especially right now, and you can also so refresh your own manicure just really quickly. Give a little bit of life to your cuticle. I'm here for it. Love Very these nice. candles. These candles are beautiful um, and they are fantastic. The Ihe candles, they're such a beautiful thing I think to even just have sure. in your right. home. Mm -hmm. They look beautiful, they look nice. and they're also made of soy wax, um, so they're good for the environment okay. as well. And they just they smell divine, and they're they're really mm. they could work for both men and women, right? Yes. You want yeah. just like a, a very neutral scent. Mm -hmm. okay. And this is my one of my absolute favorite things because it was created by a former Essence mm. intern. Oh um, wow! And it's called, and it's she the scent is like what she calls a hug in a bottle. I'm wearing it. It does. It smells really great for the Ooh, as you like get it. into the warmer months, nice. the springtime. It's a perfect light scent. So all of these products are really great for you to just go on and live Ooh, your best life. It doesn't it smell great. Oh it smells light. 
And yes, just, it's, it's so good like for this that. time The studio of year. smells fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Danielle, these There's are a lot great. going on Thank right you. now. Thank great. you. These are all good. If you want to check, I'm like, if you want to check out these <laughs> oh, products, builds. right? Oh, Please head to today.com We all spread it now. Thank you so much. All right, coming up next, from the office to the kitchen, Brian Baumgartner is here to share his passion for chili and, of course, one of his favorite recipes. The third hour of today, we'll be right back. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free, wherever you download your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. All right. We're very excited this morning because we have a super special guest here for today, Food. Brian Baumgartner starred as Kevin on the hit NBC show, The Office. And Office fans will definitely remember this <laughs> iconic scene. At least once a year, I like to bring in some of my Kevin's famous chili. The trick is to undercook the onions. Everybody is going to get to know each other in the pot. That I'm serious about this stuff. I'm up the night before, pressing garlic and dicing whole tomatoes. I toast my own ancho chilies. It's a recipe passed down from Malone's for generations. Oh, no, I just like feel for you with that. Well, guess yes. what? Brian became serious about chili off screen. That is well. so funny. So now he's compiled, listen to this, some of his favorite recipes in the Seriously Good Chili Cookbook. How many recipes did you say? 177. 177. I opened it up and I'm like, okay, this, if you like chili, this is your man. This is it. Is it true sure. before that scene you weren't a chili guy? I no, I no, I'd never made chili at all. <laughs> I and I made it one time. It was like football season. I posted it online. People went nuts. nuts. Yeah. They went crazy and I thought, okay, and I started getting into it. It it oh thank you, Al. Yeah. I'm putting you to work already. <laughs> Very nicely done. The thing that's funny about that scene is it wasn't even like the whole episode. It was the 30 seconds at the beginning of the show. You stole the show. I, I, well, it always makes me laugh when when I say to people, I meet them like, "What's your favorite episode of The Office?" Yeah. And they say the the chili one. I'm the like, chili well, episode. Very good. Was about 90 seconds. So how do we get started? We want to make Kevin's signature so chili. This okay. This is this is my recipe okay. that I have. Uh, I don't know if it's as famous as yeah, Malone's. Let me come on this side. All right, you're gonna go there. <laughs> yep. Okay. And and now it's about it's about chopping. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna chop very carefully, and then we're not gonna good. chop that carefully <laughs> yeah, anymore. We're, we're gonna chop. Nice and, chunk. And we've got some uh, some vegetable oil in here. We're gonna mm -hmm. add it all in okay. to uh, all to the in. pot. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna put it all in there. And here is here is where uh, Kevin and I are, are similar. The the trick truly is 
uh, to to undercook the onions. Okay. Uh, you don't want to caramelize them. The peppers oh. too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and you want the onions to be translucent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've got some uh, some garlic. We've got some onions. And we've got uh, some green peppers in there. So then okay. you cook it down. And then fast forward, so yes, good. we're we're still here. Al, you helped it to not get fully caramelized here. Um, once once that's cooked down, mm -hmm. then we're going to add in. Uh, you can you use, like turkey? You, I do. I like the ground turkey. You uh -huh. can obviously also use uh, ground beef. Sure. Okay. And uh, we're going to saute that in there with uh, the peppers and the onions and the garlic. Mm -hmm. Now, here's another trick. Okay. Okay. You add the tomato paste once the turkey is like half brown. So it's not okay. brown brown. Not brown brown. A little pale. That's so right. Absorb okay. some of the it does. tomato flavor. Yes, and it it to me it sort of combines all the flavors mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Now this is not lightly brown. No. But we're gonna pretend <laughs> it is and it's gonna be delicious. It's television. Yes. It is television, Al, <laughs> yes. Um, and so we're gonna combine that all together. Mm -hmm. Now once that's browned Sorry, I sneezed. That's okay. Wow. That's okay. It's live television. Anything sneeze. can happen. It's fine. America, relax. Don't try this it one. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Once that's brown, right. then what we're going to do, we're going to have some diced tomatoes. Uh -huh. We're going to put okay. those in. Just canned diced tomatoes? Di so canned good. diced tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Then uh, some tomato sauce. Right. Okay. Right. And, and then what are the spices? Then we've got some... We've got some oregano, and if okay. you want to, you're gonna add it with flair. You can do that. Oh, we've whoa. got some chili powder, <laughs> and and we've got some oh, ancho chilies it's and the jumpy, a little it's, salt. That's the uh, antithesis of the salt bay. How messy is your kitchen? That's <laughs> my question. I don't spill okay. the chili, but spices are totally allowed. And then when do you add? And then when do you add the beans? And then so the beans, mm -hmm. uh, beans with chili sauce. Right. Don't don't drain oh, it. Oh, you like okay? Yes, but you add that. When we're about 20 minutes Thanks. away from serving, because okay. you don't want you don't want to get the beans you don't want to get the beans mushy. Over, wow. oh, right. Listen, so this is are soft to begin. A with. fan. This this can be cooked all day. Yeah, you oh can God. reduce it all the way down and then just add the beans uh, mm. when you're ready to serve. This oh, is great. This is, this is it? No, really good. I was just telling you before, my husband doesn't like cumin. He loves this. Cumin in it. This is the perfect chili I can make at home. It Ryan, is perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. you from guys, one Ryan to another. Yeah. You've created thank you. magic, Brian. Oh, this is thank delicious. you so, so good. Oh, if you want you. this recipe, and we can all do this one. It's an easy recipe. You can go to today.com slash food. By the way, watch Brian in all nine seasons of The Office. Relive your favorite moments. The streaming on Peacock from our parent company, NBC Universal. Mm. Third hour today. I'll be right back. Mm, yum. Mm. Thanks, you guys. Are you kidding? Oh, so, so fun. Before we go, we wanted to shine a light on some local heroes making a difference in their communities as part of our series, Discover Black Heritage. This is such a good deal. Let's start with Donatavius Williams from South Carolina. He's a storyteller and certified guide that travels the country, interpreting the history of the enslaved black community. He turned his knowledge into a live action show. It's called The Chronicles of Adam. He hopes to inspire others to learn more about their heritage. So great work to you, Donatavius. And next we have Fakoya Jack Vilmar from Brooklyn. She's a board certified music therapist at the Brooklyn Consumer Conservatory of Music. While working on her master's degree last year, she founded an affinity group uh, for a, as a safe space for black music therapists to share their experiences and to create a sense of belongingness for its members. So really great job, Bakoya. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us this month. All right. Well, coming up tomorrow in the third hour of today, Craig sits down exclusively with Amy Grant. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Lady Gaga's mom. We are going to see you all tomorrow.
Have, have a really great day, great day everybody. everybody. We have right. so much extra time. I was going to just kind of. Well, let's go get some chili. chili. Oh. I do have my bowl of chili over there, so. Yeah. Have a good day.